Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people here impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, Head of Content here at EM360 and your host on today's episode. And today I'm joined by Darren Wood. Darren is the Head of Data Product Strategy at ITV and we're here today to talk about ITV's data mesh journey and pioneering AI implementation within the media. Darren, welcome to the show. Hello Matt, how are you doing? Yeah, all good mate. How about yourself? Yeah, good. Good. Glad the uh, the weather's not as hot as it was uh, a few weeks ago. So yeah, it's good to kind of have a, a good good temperature to to get on with the week. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so obviously, you know, we we will learn a little bit more about um, your talk at Big Data London later on in the podcast. But for now, could you let our audience know a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so um, as, as Matt said, my, my name is Darren Wood and I'm kind of look after the uh, data product strategy at, at ITV. Um, and over the past year and a half, we've been implementing uh, the data mesh in ITV um, and going through all the strategy that that entails, um, aligning all the various parts of the business, um, building data products, um, aligning all the teams, um, making sure it's kind of viable for analysts and, and the domain teams as well. Um, and basically just getting into really good place for like a, a modern data stack. So as the kind of talk I'm doing at Big Data London, it kind of puts all the implementations for the various tooling that we want to bring in over the next few years and other kind of benefits like um, AI tools and things like that as well. So ITV stands as one of the world's biggest broadcasters, but of course you've had to pivot a lot in recent times to you know compete with those modern disruptors like Netflix, with Disney, other streaming offerings. How has data really played a role in revolutionising ITV and the way it sits in this current market? Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, it's a really interesting question um, because, as you say, you've got a lot of different people coming into the market. Um, traditionally, I guess, less established ones, and we're kind of a, a traditional broadcaster in, in the widest sense. Um, and a lot of it has been about this move to, to streaming and for ourselves becoming more of a destination rather than kind of a, a follow-up um, after someone's something's been uh, played on TV. We were previously a follow-up service, where now we're becoming more of a destination. We've added lots of content into the uh, created ITVX. Um, we've got live viewing in there and things like that. So people come to um, the platform to, to watch various things rather than just to catch up. Um, with data specifically, obviously, the, um, the whole part of moving to a product way of working means that when people come into the platform, we, we really want to optimize that platform to really work for them. So traditionally, you've got kind of TV guides and things like that that you go to. In the world of kind of uh, streaming, you can go in and watch kind of what you want. There's lots of uh, content to, to watch in there. And from a data point of view, we brought in a digital measurement framework. Um, so that's a unified framework. So we can uh, have lots of tags on, on the site. We can see what people are clicking on, where they go into um, innovations like personalization. So that when you, you drop onto the actual um, platform, you can 
you get more personalized content for you. So we've got lots and lots of content in there now, and we've built that up over the, the last year or so. Um, and it's all about getting the right content to the right people at the right time. Um, I guess the, the typical kind of marketing lines, and that's kind of um, what we're, we're really focusing on. And, and data plays a huge part in that, as well as really optimizing the platform so that um, people get to the content that they want to in the fewest clicks as possible. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And and how effective really has your, you know, data mesh implementation really been? Um, and there, were, were there any challenges in implementing that uh, that have been quite, you know, unique to the television and media sphere? Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't say kind of probably specific to television and media, but I think uh, a watch out for people when they're implementing data mesh is, is largely it's a, a philosophical theory around how to um, use and look after and own data within an organization. Um, and, and, and that's really key. Um, I guess there's, there's, uh, different kind of thoughts and feelings because there was a book created and then uh, the book was really the foundation and people have interpreted it in slightly different ways as, as you kind of would with, with any book. Um, but what we've tried to focus on is the kind of the, the real foundations and, and making sure that um, data is kind of owned and loved by the people that are closest to it within within the domains. And that's gone really well. We've focused on three domains uh, to start with, which is commercial, um, product, and marketing, and really aligning kind of use cases. So we really look to prioritize the, the most important things for the domains and prioritize them to build uh, the relevant data sets to plug in the right tools um, to really kind of uh, bring in a, a fundamental change and uh, almost like a, a revolutionary uh, take on it because um, people kind of data before would kind of goes old um, if it's not looked after. And then when people come to use it, it's really, really hard for data scientists, data analysts to, a lot of the times, they work miracles in organizations. Um, and with a team kind of looking after it, it, it means that you've always got the best source of information um, because a, t a team is, is owning it. And working obviously too with data governance and, and legal as well it means that when someone comes to use it it's already gone through the necessary process challenges all the legalities dpias things like that have, have already been put in place um and i think the real kind of call out for people looking to do a data mesh is, is to look at their own business in terms of how they would implement it and i think the the two ends of it are you've got you're in a business where um, the person at the top of the business can say, this is what you're using and this is the way it's going to be done. Or at the other end of the continuum, you've got kind of one where you need to kind of slowly go through the business and you need kind of social change, behavior change, which, which is, is very hard to do because it, it takes a lot of time. It's all about winning hearts and minds and getting people on side. Um, and also, I think the other side of the continuum is... Um, how much existing data you've got. So if you're a brand new startup and you've got not much data or you've been going a few years, it, it's obviously a lot easier because you're building those data products from scratch where if you're a, a well-established business, you've got a lot of existing data sets and you're trying to um, convert them to data products. Um, and, and that can be um, a challenge, I think, and it's one kind of... Um, you really need to think about how you're going to go about doing that because all those existing data sets are, are 
probably already been used. So you've got to get people off those existing data sets. Um, and then you need to build the data products, which kind of um, from the start don't necessarily have lots of data in. So you've got somewhere where it already has lots of data, somewhere where you're building, which doesn't have as much data. And how do you um, align to value with the domain as quickly as possible? So typical like in, in product approach using MVPs. So you you have like a, a bucket, I, I call like a data product, a, a bucket, and you're filling it up with a bit of water and that water is the most useful thing to that domain um, which allows you to move really fast where traditionally i guess um, data teams kind of picked up a requirement went away for a long period of time then came back and then went away and you're really trying to bring all those um, product initiatives into it so you're working in kind of agile mvp type format get aligning to data um, value as quickly as possible um, and then building up all the time um, which i think is really key yeah well said and obviously you know you guys at itv are a massive company i imagine you're working with like unimaginable you know levels of data um how have you guys at itv really reacted to the you know boom of ai um and have you been sort of bringing that in to kind of help with those heavy loads yeah i think we've um we kind of like every everyone as as it's kind of boomed i guess um we've looked at the possibilities and various parts of the business are using um ai um i think for us kind of the the real important part and what we feel is essential is getting this this modern data stack right up from um i think it's quite easy to rush to to the new thing um but if you've not got your data in the right order before you you do that as I kind of talked about before, it puts a lot of pressure on your analysts, your data scientists, anyone that's trying to integrate with those tools, and you're not going to get the best use out of the tools, and you're not going to generate the most value from um, AI. And I think the kind of pattern uh, is uh, create a, a modern data stack and get that right. Once you've done that, then move to AI. And people can play with AI at the same time. Um, but if, if you're really going to do something with it, I think it's really important that you focus on creating the modern data stack, making sure that data is, is owned and loved, is legally compliant, it's gone through governance, all those things are kind of in place so that when you're integrating the data points with the tools, building um, ML models or whatever you're doing, you're not having to go through all that pain at the same at the time. At the same time, you can kind of go in and pick the data sources that you want to use from all the different domains that you've kind of built up, and you'll get a really good um, output at the end of it, which I think is really really key for businesses. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And and how has your kind of entire you know data strategy across the board really helped you guys to you know meet those business goals um and for you know viewers and fans of itv what kind of improvements and um added value to to their viewing experience can they really expect to see when products like this work well yeah i think from a a data strategy point of view um it is really important that you have a team driving that data strategy because you you could go in lots of different ways with how you implement a data mesh or how you do the the strategy as a whole and particular with data mesh um you buy in hearts and minds and um bringing in philosophies of how to look after and and own data um and having a team to drive that strategy is really important because it can't happen on on its own um and i think that's something that businesses 
should really look out for if they they really want to kind of take take this seriously is who's going to be driving that strategy um obviously the domain teams will help with it but it's a whole behavior and uh, change implementation that you're trying to get through a wide organization um, and multiple points of interest and and differences of opinion and how are you going to get that that across and i think um data strategy kind of plays a, a very key role in doing that and being really concrete about what you're doing why you're doing it the benefits to the domains and the organization as a whole to the partners um because it, it is not easy to kind of um get people to to work in in new ways when they've been doing it in a certain way for for kind of a while um and i think that's kind of a, a really important part to to have someone kind of and a team kind of focusing on on driving those changes across across the organization yeah that's a really good perspective on things um did you have any kind of words of wisdom for for those data leaders looking to you know really shape their own uh, data-driven initiatives and strategies yeah i think um I guess as a as a data uh, as, as a wider team of data people across various industries, I think it, it's quite um, easy for us to be pushed in certain directions without having the foundations in place. So AI has come up this time, but there's been many other things prior to that, um, and a lot of the time businesses try and run to these various things and. Um, you've not got all the necessary foundations in place. And as I talked about, it can make the output not as good as it should be. Um, and I think also with uh, the data mesh, I think the, the book itself is um, simple in terms of what it's uh, t telling telling us the, the right way to do it. Um, and I think, kind of when you read about different implementations online, it, it can go very technically, very technical, very fast. Um, and that cr then creates kind of barriers. And I think because data obviously comes from a, a mathematical and, and scientific approaches originally, um, we, we sometimes lose the ability to make things simple. So I, I kind of say the data mesh is kind of the, the agile manifesto moment for our industry is the, the Marty Kagan product way of working moment, the Jeff Goff Elf um, lean UX moment. Um, and we need to make sure that it's simple because we've, we've kind of a lot of um, businesses have gone through uh, data warehouses, they've gone through data lakes, and, and data mesh is kind of the third involvement of that. And th there's others out there. And it's hard for businesses and CEOs to to buy into these things without seeing that, that value at the end. Um, and I really think this is kind of the most simple approach that I've seen that makes the most sense and is kind of with the domains to, to warn who kind of are closest to the data. Um, and I think it's kind of really, really important that as a, as a team of, of data people throughout the world, we keep it really simple and we try and align to value wherever we can so that the, the business can see this this ROI that kind of we, we've been lacking for, I guess, a long time in the, the data industry. We've, we've always found it hard to, we've done this thing, we want to do this thing. How does it line up to the business making money? And I think that's really key. Um, and, and the more we can can do that i think i think the the better for, for the industry as a whole yeah that's really really well said darren um we are coming up to time now um but i'd love to get a little uh big debt london plug in because i understand you're you're doing a keynote speech uh 
in 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 the event um what can you give us a little taste of what you'll be talking about yeah so i, I guess i've covered a little bit on the podcast but it, a lot of it is about um our data mesh implementation over the last uh, 18 months or so uh, since i've been here um and uh focusing on i guess the the two big things are um data as a product so treating data as an actual product and how we go about doing that making sure we we speak into to customers we all have customers um traditionally kind of data teams of of uh taking in requirements produce things and then kind of not being front and center when the the customer's using it and and that's very much the kind of the modern day more product way of working that we it may be a dashboard so before we even create that dashboard what does that dashboard look like to the end user you can quickly sketch that up to have a feel a feel of what they think what are they expecting that to be get a small amount of data in and iterate over time because i've seen many many examples uh, in years gone by where a requirement's come through you build some Something for it might be a product manager um, and the dashboard isn't what they expected for whatever reason and you could have spent a month building that thing so how do we get that time to value um, a lot quicker and how do we build um, how do we construct the data mesh uh, for the domains in the right way and I think I've got something like 15 kind of key learnings we've had which I'll talk about in, in the data mesh and I think um, we're kind of probably one of the first to be to have done this for for this length of time um, and I, I think I just want to get that kind of shared learning out to uh, the wider data world um, so that they can kind of um, learn from some of those things. Um, and some of the some of the, the things I've got in there are kind of questions like we've kind of found as, as we've gone through. They don't necessarily have clear answers because it's very, very specific to um, which industry, which organization you are, how your organization works. Um, but by uh, orchestrating in, in the way that I have, they'll be able to answer those questions up front, which should make the implementation of the data mesh um, a lot smoother. But yeah, it should be a lot of fun on the day. Uh, should be nice and, and entertaining as well in there, as well as kind of some really good uh, outputs for for people to learn from. Yeah, really looking forward to it, mate. And uh, yeah, wish we uh, all the best of luck. Perfect. Thank you very much, Matt. Darren, thank you so much for coming on the uh, episode today. And obviously, thank you to everyone who took the time to listen to this podcast as well. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. But until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms. Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, please head on over to EM360Tech.com. Hold up. 